Welcome to the OKC First podcast. Together, we're learning to do three things. Friendship with God. Friendship with one another. And open friendship for the sake of the world. For more information about OKC First, please visit OKCFirst.com. scripture comes from Isaiah 61, 1 through 2. The, script, the spirit of the Lord has upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort comfort all who mourn. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. How about a hand for Maddox? Well done. Good job, my man. You guys, how about the choir? That was really, really good. And so grateful, Brian, for all that you did to organize that choir. Uh, You're so grateful. I also am happy to announce that we have a worship leader. And uh, I want to introduce, and be ready, because I want you to, this is like a first day, like an announcement, you all have to respond in healthy, healthy sorts of ways, all right? But before I I bring them up, uh, man, we have had such wonderful people who have helped to volunteer to get us to this point. And I cannot say enough about Jeff and Chesney who are going to be around. They're going to still help out in in mighty sorts of ways. But I want to invite up uh, Andy and Brittany Isaacs. Go ahead and come on up, everybody. You all, these are our worship leaders. Now, I won't make you all sing your school song. That's our tradition, but uh, we won't make you do that today. But here's what I want to say to you in front of everybody and in the folks who are watching. Uh, you, have, you have already proven yourselves. Andy, you've been helping us out with sound for a long time. You've been doing a, a great job. Uh, and, and Brittany, your willingness to be available and, and the sweet spirit with which you have not only led rehearsals, but the way that you sing. What, what I like about the tradition of worship leading here is that we actually get to sit and watch somebody worship and then join in the process. And I just think you should know, too, that we love it that you can sing and play the guitar. And that's awesome. I just think that's a really good thing. But we are with you and we are ready to be led in worship by you. So thank you for saying yes, right? Thank you for saying yes. Thank you. It's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. You know what else is a, is a big deal uh, that we have a family here that you, re- you really need to meet? If you don't yet know the Simmons family, you need, you need to meet the Simmons family. Kyle and Terry, and how about these for kids' names? Ready? Maverick, Harley, and Maximus. Whoa. <laughs> 
very dangerous family, that, uh, but you need to meet them. I have uh, really kind of gotten to know Kyle, become one of my better friends, and, and he likes to take me to very strange places for lunch, and it's, it's been, a, been a great joy in my life. And I've come to, to learn a lot about Kyle. For example, was in the uh, music industry, right out of high school, got a, a music recording contract. Incredible. Kind of still likes to do some things in the music industry. Didn't know till a long time after that, though, that he was doing all of that with one ear. One ear. So uh, I was really interested not too long ago when he said to me, hey, I'm going to have a procedure. I'm going to have a procedure. And after this procedure, for the first time in my life, I'm going to be able to hear out of my other ear. And so I kind of monitored all of that. And then the surgery came and went. And, and I, I checked on him. I said, well, well, what was it like? And here's the word that he used to describe what it was like when, it, when the sound first came on. He used the word joy. I had to have him say something on Joy Sunday. So we met this week. And Matt really helped us a lot. And we recorded this conversation. And something I want you to listen for in this, in this conversation. And this has become a theme throughout Advent. Yes, the gifts of hope and peace and joy today and love next week. Yes, we are the grateful recipients of those gifts that come to us from God. Every time, every time we talk about Advent, we're talking about the Jesus who's coming, who's always in the, in the process of arriving on the scene. And when Jesus gets there, there's stuff like hope and peace, and joy, and love. And we are the glad recipients of those gifts. And this is the theme this year. It's never supposed to stop with us. The, the gifts we receive, we receive with open hands. And that's what I want you to be listening for as you hear this interview. Listen to how Kyle describes, and you'll be able to actually see the moment that the sound comes on. But listen to how Kyle describes how he understands now God's work in that entire process and what now he's supposed to do as a result. Let's go ahead and play. Okay, so when I was born, I was completely deaf. I had uh, fluid behind my eardrums and they took care of that with tubes. And as I got older, um, I had chronic ear infections where uh, it just, my eardrum deteriorated in my right ear and I couldn't hear. So I've been deaf in my right ear for over 35 years. So I went to the ear doctor early last year and they told me that there was an implant made by cochlear that could bypass my eardrum and utilize my inner ear for hearing. So basically they could, they could bypass this broken eardrum and restore my hearing through this implant. No, uh, the procedure wasn't really painful at all. I mean, surgery is never fun, uh, but really the worst part was I didn't anticipate the invasiveness that I would feel with the implant. Like I woke up and I was very aware that there was a new thing in my skull. Right. <laughs> So my anticipation was definitely my just anticipating was the hardest part. Being patient was the hardest part. I was ready to hear and I was just excited. I had to wait three weeks and the entire time I was just ready to, to experience hearing and 
when they flipped the switch, it was amazing. It was, it was miraculous. It was, it was awesome. I'm going to turn it on, just kind of start talking. I'm just going to see what you think. Alrighty, we are on air. One, two, three, four. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. And we are here and are right here for the first time in a while. And I've got some Kleenexes right here for you if you need them. Um, like we talked about, might be a little bit loud, might be pretty mechanical, but we're hearing. Um, how does it sound right here to you? A little loud, but good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what sounds now do you notice, and what sounds do you treasure that maybe you, you weren't completely aware of before? So, uh, clapping sounds weird, <laughs> uh, but I like it. And I hear certain frequencies better than others. I hear all of the kids. And um, I like the, I like all the sounds. Um, I, I, I just want to hear it all. Where, where have you, where have you spotted God in, in throughout this entire process? So for me, um, uh, God was in the hands and minds of the audiologists, the doctors, um, the surgeons, that like everyone that helped. I mean, the people that invented this implant, I see God in that. Um, I think that what I experienced was a miracle, and I think that God orchestrated it. And I see in the Bible God giving people in need one another and using people to help one another. In the story of Moses, Moses God tells Moses he's the guy. Moses says, I'm not the guy because I have a speech impediment. And God doesn't snap his fingers and restore his speech. He gives him Aaron. And so that's how I view the doctors and uh, the surgeons. Like they were just, they were just how God healed me. So this was a, this was a gift that was mediated uh, through real and tangible hands and it resulted in a in a real and tangible result that resulted in joy how how does that experience of there being divine healing and yet mediated through these hands that results in a very, very real joy what does that say to you about then your capacity to perhaps mediate this grace and these gifts for somebody else I mean it definitely makes me realize that this faith requires us to have an active role and for me to have an active stance um, because maybe I could do that in small ways for someone I'm not a surgeon I'm not a doctor I'm 
just a dude. Uh, but, you know, I have, I have resources. I have things. If I see someone in need, then, like, I think I'm just more aware of how how much we are involved in the way that God heals, the way that God feeds, uh, the way that God hugs. Joy is probably the best or closest word that I could use to describe them flipping my ear on, turning my ear on, flipping my ear <laughs> Yeah, joy is the perfect way to describe them turning my ear on. Um, I just, I didn't know how poor my hearing was and, um, and they turned it on and I hear it all. And I, it's funny because they told me that I would only want to wear it for like four to six hours. And I have been wearing it so much that I had to stop wearing it for a little bit because I've got myself a little pressure wound. <laughs> I've been wearing it like 13 hours, 14 hours a day because I just want to hear everything. Um, because it all sounds so good. Imagine what that guy's going to be like with two ears. <laughs> with open hands, we receive the gifts of God meant, meant to make a tangible difference, difference in lives. I mean, hope is not just an internal calculation. Peace is not meant to be just a Calgon take me away moment. And joy is not just something that happens inside of us. Joy is something that God gives us a gift that's meant to shape the trajectory of our lives. We receive these gifts with open hands so that they don't stop with us. As a matter of fact, this is how we take communion, with open hands. If you all are going to help us set the table, go ahead and, and do that. So uh, for those of you who are visiting today, we do this every single week. We take communion by intention. And so here's what's going to happen. And you need to hear me say up front, if you would like to opt out of this, you are certainly free. All are invited. None are compelled. But all are invited. In a second, if you choose to participate, what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to stand up and exit your pew to your left and to come forward with your hands cupped, with your hands opened. And as you come down the aisle, you'll approach someone holding a plate of bread. As you get close enough, that person will take a piece of bread and press it into your open hands and say, this is the body of Christ broken for you. Take that piece of bread, don't eat it just yet, but dip it into the cup. Someone standing right there will be holding a cup. When you dip that piece of bread into that cup, that person will say to you, and this is the blood of Christ shed for you. Tangible gifts that we are given today. And then take and eat. And then I hope you'll find a place to pray. Most of you will want to circle right back around and pray at your pews. If you come to one of these side padded altars, we will assume that you are there for a prayer for healing and somebody will meet you there and pray that prayer for healing for you. It might be physical. It might be spiritual. It might be relational. If you need that prayer for healing, then we will pray it with you. If you choose to come up here, we won't assume anything. But we will come by and probably me touch you on the back, the neck, the shoulder, just to let you know that you are not praying alone. Again, circle right back around to your seats if you like. But I do hope that you'll pray. 
And maybe here's what we can pray today. God, thank you for this gift <laughs> meant to shape the trajectory of my life. And God, give me just enough grace to know that it shouldn't stop with me. Because hear this, everybody. And if you're visiting, watch this. God's mind about you is made up. And the news is... The news is just as good for the person who sits next to you at work. The news is just as good for your neighbor, for that family member that you just can't stand and you know exactly who I'm talking about. The news is just as good for our enemies and our opposites and our irritants. The news is just as good. Might it be today that you will receive just enough of this tangible expression of God's grace that there might be some for that person next to you today tomorrow, the next day. Heavenly Father, bless these elements, and with them, God, strengthen us to be your people. With these elements, God, would you help us to see how it is that we are the recipients of these gifts, hope, peace, love, and joy. And at the same time, God, as we receive these gifts with open hands, may we recognize that somehow we are also going to be the means whereby somebody else receives these gifts of hope, peace, joy, and love. It was on the night that he was betrayed that our Savior took bread, he blessed it, and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body broken for you, and every time you eat of it, remember me. Later on he would take the cup, hold it up before them and say, and this is my body, this is my blood shed for you, and every time you drink of it, Remember me. There is a bowl here meant to remind you of the moment of your baptism. If you need to be reminded, then just sort of dip your fingers into this bowl. We hope that that will do the trick. You may be saying to yourself, ah, man, I had a rough morning. You won't believe what I said to my kid. You won't believe what I said to whomever. I don't think I qualify. If you know that you need grace, that's all you need to be qualified for this table. Perfect people are welcome you don't have to be perfect. I'll be in that line with you. And now, if you would, all across the sanctuary, stand to your feet, exit your pews to the left, those of you who would, and come forward to receive these gifts of God meant to nourish and encourage the people of God.